All right. Knock, knock, who's there? Hello, hello, hello? Oh, wait. One moment. Do not adjust your dials. Okay. I think someone is here. Hello. Hello. There you are, yes. I couldn't hear you for a moment, but that was my fault. That was on my end. Uh, what the hell, man? Uh, yes, I know. Ty. That's you, Ty, isn't it? I think that's... <laughs> yes. Who did you think it was? Uh, You know, you can't be too careful. There's a lot of people trying to impersonate you out there, Ty. Uh, they want a piece of that. that you slice know, of Ty. A slice of Ty. <laughs> A slice of tie. Um, that what uh, if someone did get a slice of tie? You know what? You know it's like you think of a like a layer cake. You know that has so many different things, so many different layers. You know, all in one bite. Like uh, what, something you get from Baskin Robbins, like a Baskin <laughs> Robbins cake. Uh. Those, yeah, is that, I, I guess it's been, it's been so long. They, I mean, there's ice cream and are there different types of ice? I, I don't remember how the Bicycle Robbins cakes are, is, is, you know. Well, the thing you got to remember is you have to thaw it out an hour before. Um, mm. For my birthday this year, I asked specifically, I want to splurge and get an ice cream cake because we never get ice cream cakes. And my dad forgot to thaw it out. So I had to just eat hard. Hmm. It was a but fun I birthday. I went to see the Goes Wrong show, um, which was great. Loved it. Um, mm. The play that goes wrong. Um, although I did also sit at a Timpanyaki restaurant. Um, let me just say, I love Timpanyaki restaurants, but they're only as fun as the people you sit next to, and you can't really pick that. Mm. And unfortunately, the people I picked, sat next to were like this annoying group of women who were – one of them was bragging about um, – divorcing her husband and taking over his company in a hostile takeover. And oh. I I really didn't want to be part of that conversation, but then like she found out it was my birthday and then all the table was like, Oh, happy birthday. We're all wishing you a happy birthday together and I'm just like, please, for the love of God, don't make me part of your conversation. <laughs> I don't and afterwards my I was eating with my parents and uh they were like Oh, you got to learn to pay attention to conversations. And what if that girl's single? And I'm like, yeah, I know she's single. And I know the reason she's single. I don't want my company taken over in a hostile technicality thanks to a thanks to a divorce thing because the husband didn't sign a prenup. Mm. That is not the kind yeah. of person I want to attract. That, yeah, that, that's interesting that your parents uh... – are, they're, they're they're not vetting very well uh, their potential future uh, in-law, I guess, uh, yeah. da daughter-in-law. Uh, you know, the Yakuza, in order to join, you had to, like, pass a written test. And I feel like in the dating <laughs> world, we, we need to bring that written test out. What is – okay, the, the Yakuza have a written test? Is it <laughs> – um, is it multiple choice? I mean, like, what, what kind of is it an essay? Is you write an I, essay? I, or what? I think it's like um, it's kind of like an SAT thing. So like uh, oh, some yeah. of it's multiple choice, some of it's like fill in the blank, and then like you reach mm -hmm. the end and you have to write um, 
thousand word or a five hundred word essay of what you, mm. being a part of the Japanese mafia means to me. Mm. The, uh, I would well, I know. So in Japan, they have the tradition of like the traditional Japanese calligraphy, like the, their sort of elaborate uh, writing system. Uh, maybe there's maybe that plays into it. I don't know. I'm not sure. How would you put that there with Scantron, though? I don't know. That's, see, that's, uh, well, you know, American test taking is messed up. Yeah, I know so many people who who coax their way in school and just saying, yeah, I don't do homework, I don't study, I don't do anything, but I'm really good at taking tests. And mm. Mm. Those people, I'm, I'm just going to say it, everyone learns differently, everyone has their own strengths or weaknesses. Those people kind of suck. Because I'm putting in the effort. No fair. You, why do you get to coax? Hmm. Are you saying people that are good at taking tests don't have the real-world skills that can be applied outside of that? Well, yeah, you're not working at a Starbucks and then they hand you a Scantron. Hmm. Star- Starbucks, uh, I don't know if they have a test, but I mean, there's training... Hands-on training, different, I guess. You know. I had to take a test <laughs> when I did a pizza job. What uh, was it on the different types of pizza? Uh, no, it was safety and. Um, oh. And it stunk because we everyone had to take the test together, so we just tried to. It took like three hours for all of us to. Oh. Is it like if one person fails, you all fail? Is that is it one of those, or is it just? Yeah, you know. And poor Jeremy just wasn't paying attention. He insisted he was a better test taker than he was. <laughs> Jeremy, this is the tenth time. For the love of God, we all we haven't even started this job yet. Uh, you know. Hey man, you know I'm just saying school is messed up. I I I don't take the uh, homework packets home because you know I've got a life and you know I have passions and school just doesn't understand or pizza the pizza school doesn't just understand that man. Look, you I feel you know I think that everyone else here, you know, to us. Being at pizza school is like a was a lifestyle choice, okay? I I've I've been dreaming of getting into this school, okay? And you're for you it's just some casual thing, like. Uh, you know my parents, uh, they they so it said I needed to go to some school. It was either this or medical school. I flipped a coin, you know. And, what? And I, well, you never asked. They never asked about my actual passions. Uh. Well, it's it's. I mean, if you wanted to quit, maybe now's the time. That way, the rest of us can pass through the rest of this safety uh, exam. Uh, you don't you know? get it though. My my parents are funding this whole thing. You know, they're they're making sure I have a nice apartment. They're paying my tuition. If I stand down on that, then you know, all that's gone, man. Wait, are are you saying that you're? You're one of the DiGiorno's? Is that? Yeah, man. My papa runs this whole business. Old Papa DiGiorno. 
I should have gone John, but I wasn't thinking. That that's insane. I I mean I've I've been a fan of of what your family is. I mean like there like we literally don't have any other type of frozen pizza in our house ever. Okay, like that is it's yeah. wow, and you just like that's just your family. That's you just do you eat pizza like all the time. Yeah, I'm very overweight, man. Like, it's unhealthy. Well, uh, but why, you know, I I feel like, uh, I feel like it's okay, you know, since, you know, people could just look up to you, you know, your family, and they could see that if you eat your own product, that, you know, it must be something good, right? Sick of pizza, man. Though I, every time I'm like, "Hey, let's get a salad or something," they're like, "No, we are pizza family, and we are Russian for some reason <laughs> because I couldn't think to do Italian accent." Hmm. I I knew it. I I yeah. I, I had a feeling. I feel I feel like there was some. You know, all the other pizza companies are Italian, and they were missing something. But I. Th- you know, there's something about yeah, the blood and pizza. work of the labor of the working class, man. That's what it was missing. Oh, it's also frozen pizza. You know, it's always cold in yeah. Siberia. Yeah, you're you're telling me, man. When my old papa, John DiGiorno, <laughs> snuck over from the uh, Soviet Russia back when it was still the Soviet Union into America. On that little dinghy of his, he wanted his son to follow in his footsteps, and I, I just don't think I could do that anymore, man. Well, you know, I have, I have a crazy idea. Okay, hear me out. What if, see, my parents, they, they hate the fact that I went to pizza school. They wanted me to, to you know, follow my skills, you know, because I'm, like, really good at science and stuff, that, you know. No way, it, that's it, what I wanted to do. I wanted to do science, uh, man. And we wait. should switch places. But, you but know? I'm Russian, and, uh, what are you again? I can't really see you from here. We, we don't so, look alike. I mean, I... I don't know what I am. I think I'm like one eighth Cherokee, maybe. I I don't know. Yeah. I just have a lot of. I, I just, there's a lot in my family tree. All right. A lot of, so, a lot of yeah, cultures. We, we don't look alike. That's the point I'm trying to. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, it's it's just like switching the toppings on a pizza. All right. You know, we just we can just rearrange some things. You know. All right. Yeah. And- yeah. I think I got some disguises here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I I normally wear baggy jeans. Okay, I'm known for that. So you're gonna have to get you know if we're gonna switch places. Yeah. You know, I think you're gonna. And have to... um, if I'm one eighth Cherokee, I should probably have like one eighth of a tribal war chief headband. I'm not sure well, if that's offensive. Oh, it's I'm very sure offensive. It's just, well, it's, it's just one eighth. Okay, it's like one eighth offense, offensive, but uh, 
But you know Would what? Would it be like seven eighths offensive since I'm only seven? <laughs> seven eighths of me isn't. <laughs> That's true. I guess the one eighth, the one eighth of the uh, is is the minority. Yeah, yeah. The one eighth is the one that has cultural ties to that. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, I I don't think there's any historical hostility between Russians and Native Americans. So, yeah. uh, you know, well, we're just going to th- – this is getting very meta. And, of uh, course, um, you're going to need to look like me, uh, being a big, fat man. Uh, well, I, well, if you can hook me up with some of that sweet, sweet Sicilian deep crust, thick crust, you know. And, and of uh, course – um, I always, as you can see from me, wear um, those um, penny tees, you know, the ones that have, like, crazy sayings on them. Mm. Like you get at oh. Spencer's. Yeah, yeah, I, let me, I, okay, yeah, this one here says, uh, I'm a star. I don't get. I don't get it. Well, it has a Patrick Star on it. Oh. It's a pun. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a starfish. I okay. Yeah. I didn't even. I didn't even. That didn't even register in my mind. But no, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna do um, a uh, swap like uh, the parent trap, except I'm not trying to attract your parents, and you're not trying to attract mine. Well, we're just trying to get our parents off our backs. I mean, that's what I'm, that's how I'm seeing it. Right. Cause okay. like, you know, I can, you know, our, you know, our parents, you know, we're all the way out here in the middle of the Arizona desert where pizza school is, you know, it's not like they're going to be able to closely keep tabs on us, but we can live each other's lives, you know? All right. Well, it was nice seeing you, Jeffrey. Uh, I see you too. Uh, what was it, v- Vladimir? Uh, yeah, uh, you can call me Va- Vladdy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Looks like we got all our wardrobes swapped. And... and of course, when you're around my parents, you need to say my signature catchphrase. Oh, what's that? But. Daddy! <laughs> okay. Uh, well, say, when is the next time you would have seen your parents? Uh, well, you're in luck. Uh, the old family reunion's coming up next week. Oh, no. Yeah, That's... and you know what? I, um, they think I'm doing way better for myself than I actually am, you know? And, you know, they, they're they at the ripe old age where they want grandkids, and I haven't dated anyone. So, good luck trying to uh, deal with that hurdle. I'm outie. Oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if, I don't know if these novelty t-shirts are going to be enough to carry the DiGiorno family name, but oh, i got to try. I've always wanted... I've always wanted to be... 
be a big shot in the pizza game. This is my chance. We cut to the family reunion. It's a barbecue, but instead of burgers, it's pizza. And uh, you see old Papa John DiGiorno sitting with a beer, looking very stern. He's just like dead gaze on you against the pool, not blinking. Hmm. Maybe a little assisted is holding an umbrella over him so he doesn't get sunburned. <laughs> Uh, Master DiGiorno, I heard that your your son will be arriving at any moment on the family's helicopter. Yes, my son always disappointment to family. Oh, Master DiGiorno, if I may, your son, I feel like your son perhaps lost his way. Of course he lost his way. He was too invested in the scientific technologies and not in the simplicity of pizza or frozen coldness like my heart. Oh, yes. Oh, let uh, let me uh, fan your hat for you. It's, I can tell it's getting a little warm. Uh, oh, the calzones are ready. Like pizza, but in pocket form. Much more convenient, do you not think? Yes. Yes, it, uh, when you invented the calzone all those years ago, they laughed at you. Yeah. He's laughing now. I invented it for my son. He complained that pizza was not convenient enough. I slaved over this, and how does he repay me? Not being grateful for Calzone. Oh, he's he's so ungrateful, but at least the world is a better place. Yes. If it weren't for the invention of the Calzone, um, the President Barack Obama would not have been nominated. Oh, yes. Yes. That's Please recall the... how those two things are related. <laughs> oh, oh, Bas Master DiGiorno, you don't need me to tell you, but I, I mean, of course, we all know that Barack Obama, uh, he was, he was thinking of leaving politics altogether. Uh, he was, and uh, when he suddenly saw that a pizza could, because he he thought, he wouldn't have time to enjoy pizzas if he was always on the campaign trail trying to win over his constituents. But when he saw that a convenient calzone would be carried with him without making a mess, that's when he knew that politics was still possible for him. That's uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. Of course, was... Trump won due to garlic bread, but that is not... We garlic sticks, but that's... We don't have time to get into that story. Uh, I I heard that Barack Obama would be coming to this year's reunion as a way of saying thanks for uh, what he, what you've done with calzones and everything else. Yes. Oh, well, the, 
I certainly look forward to meeting meeting a, a president. Wow, amazing. Former I mean, president. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Did, did you vote for him? Until 2016, when the Trump garlic bread, garlic sticks incident mm. happened. Oh, yes. It's altered the course of history. Oh, look, the Every helicopter. Every time I invent new pizza... <laughs> New pizza revolution. New president gets inspiration. I was going to invent something for Hillary Clinton, but, you know, I got too lazy. Oh. Didn't quite follow through on that one. I feel like, uh, I feel like she wouldn't have appreciated it either, you know? Oh, yeah. She's, she is a person who's very, um, career-driven, but does mm. not take time to stop and appreciate things, like pizza. Mm. Well, her, well, Bill Clinton, there's a man who would have appreciated a fine pizza. Oh, yes, I... I do not want to go into story because I thought of something, but it would have been too inappropriate for this <laughs> podcast. Uh, well, um... You know, I heard the I heard when he was in the White House, he had the interns bake pizza for him. Uh, yes, and you know, one intern um, spilled some marinara on the table and tried to clean it. Unfortunately, that um, whole thing um, mm. there was a bit misconception as to what happened, and you know, mm. yes. people often misconstrue pizza incidents. It's just part of the nature of. Of yeah. the of the food, I suppose. Yeah. Well, pizza was there. So, could could you say that again? I I I I can't hear you over the sound of the helicopter landing. Oh, here comes helicopter. <laughs> no time to talk about pizza now. My great coming. Or maybe Obama, uh, depending on which direction this is going. <laughs> uh oh, I think it's your son. I think your son is 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 exiting the helicopter now. Uh, um, uh, 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 hello, um, d- Dad. Hmm. Uh, Something about you seems off but cannot put mm. finger on it. I agree. It's almost like... It's almost like a... a thin crust pizza that's trying to act like it's a thick, deep dish. Well, luckily for you, I have the surgery on the ables and still recovering, so everything's a bit fuzzy, so... Uh. As far as I can tell, you look fine. Oh. Yes, Dad. I um, I I just wanted to tell you that uh, I'm doing really great at pizza school, and I'm going to do you proud. Ah, yes. Good on you, there. Yeah, I I know I was kind of a screw up for all for most of my life, and uh, you know that I I said that I didn't want to go to pizza school, but that's all changed now. Now I'm like really into it and yes. uh, I've got to yeah it's and be... about the grandkids you promised me someday oh 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 um yeah uh 
um, you know what? I am open. You know, I know, uh, I know that maybe in your, in the family, you know, the family's uh, social circle, I'm sure there's some eligible candidates. I'm completely open to uh, exploring those options now. Uh, you know. <laughs> no. Sorry, I sneeze. No, uh, yeah, I you know that. me, yeah. I have allergies to bullshit. And oh. I, I oh. don't know why it is acting up now for some reason while you are here. But, um, oh, oh, but, but, Daddy. Wait a second, could you say that again? Uh, 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 yeah, um, but, Daddy. That is not the inflation that uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, wait, that uh, sound uh, that you say when you say "but daddy." Uh, oh, oh, oh uh, well, um, you know when I was in pizza school, they taught us, they taught us, uh, they teach us more than just pizza, da- daddy. They teach us about how you know proper diction, and uh, you know. Th- things have changed. I've grown up a lot. One way to tell. He reaches into his trench coat and pulls out a scantron. This is scantron of uh, true son. Only true son can successfully fill out scantron. Oh, oh, uh, well, uh, well, uh, well, uh, daddy, I'm. I, I'm really good at multiple choice tests. In fact, uh, I'm really good at taking tests. Okay. Well, that uh. is problem because it's not just multiple choice. Oh. There is also written part on back, five hundred word essay of what being son to Papa John DiGiorno means to me. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. Well, you know what? I think. I think I, uh, I think I, I think I'm qualified. I think I can do this. I think I'm going to make you proud. I have, uh, uh, you know, because I really know pizza. I know pizza really well. I know this family. But you know what it means to be my son. You may begin test now. And the whole pool party... That was going on as this is happening. It's just staring in anticipation for you to finish the Scantron test. Now, what what are some questions on the test? Uh, well, okay, let's see. Um, uh, what if you were at a if you're at a, an event and three people like cheese pizza? And two people like pepperoni pizza. Uh, what type of pizza would you get to satisfy all of them? Oh, well, that one's easy. That's my favorite, the big Sicilian. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, easy, easy one. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, oh, what is this? How... How does the, how does the, how can you make pizza, or why is pizza considered, 
the best type of pizza for a communist society. Oh. Oh, this... Okay, I didn't study my marks before that. Uh, okay, I think it's because you could share it. I'm gonna... Okay, wait. It's either... Okay, it's either B is because you, you share it, or C is because it's... Uh, it does... It, 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 you can't make a... Uh, you can't... Because... It, uh, you can't commercialize it. Well, you can commercialize. Okay, it can't be that one. All right. Uh, okay. No, this is this is harder than I thought. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna skip ahead to. Just then, another helicopter comes down. <laughs> uh, hello there. It's me, uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> uh, say there, little one. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, filling out this test card. Oh. oh, hey, Barack Obama. Hey, everybody, it's Barack Obama. Oh, hey. Um, oh, but, uh, Mr. President. Um, uh, former Mr. For- President. Mr. Uh, former President, yes. Um, now it's uh, Biden. You, you know, he was my VIP when uh, I was president. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, wow. Um, well, uh, well, sir, I, uh, I am, uh, I am the heir to the DiGiorno family name, and my father is just testing me, uh, as he as he often does, uh, to make sure that I am his son. Just normal family stuff. Something uh, doesn't seem right, and he whispers in your ear, you're not the actual heir, are you? I feel like I could, you know, I, I feel like I could trust you. Mr. President, Mr. Former, former President. Yeah, yeah. No, right, yeah, I, I, I don't want to take any uh, credit from anyone currently in office. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Uh, oh, speaking of taking credit for someone who is, well, okay, Miss, okay, Mr. Former President Obama, sir, I am not the heir, but I, I had good intentions. I switched places. It was. It was a mutual thing. We we both switched places so that we could live the lives that we wanted to live. And, you know... I know the feeling of that. Yeah? Or, I have to uh, confess to you, too. Uh, I'm not really Barack Obama. You're yes, not, I mean... Um, you see, um, when I was younger, uh, my family had a similar thing. Uh, I wanted to play basketball, but, um, you know, uh, that just was not accepted. I needed to run for office and go to law school. So I saw another guy named, um, trying to think of a basketball player's name, uh, LeBron James. (laughs) And, uh, we switched places. Wow. Huh. Yes. Well, I, I, I heard. I, I also heard that that you got into politics because of Calzone. But I mean, maybe that. <laughs> well, you know, the real LeBron loved Calzones. Um, me, hmm. not so much. Or the the real Obama, not so much. No, uh, but but it's uh, uh, very confusing. But huh. you know what? You need to do right. You need to uh, talk to your father. And just say, 
this is what you want. Because honestly, if I had the courage to do that, maybe this country would be in a better place. Uh, I, I blame okay. a lot of this country's fallings on me not telling the truth about who I am. You know, I feel uh, like the Flint, Michigan thing would have not been bad. Um, there, there wouldn't mm. have been as much fake news because I was spreading a lot of fake news when I claimed to be the real Obama. Oh. And, so uh, it, was all, know, it was all projections. Yeah. You, know, you were and, condemning it and you were guilty of it yourself. Yeah. Wow. And, and you know, um, Trump, uh, who also went through something similar to this, as he is not the real Donald Trump, and the real Donald Trump is um, Clint Eastwood. All politicians have secretly done this, all right? This, you know how people say politicians lie? This is what they mean. Oh, that, that explains a lot. Wow. That it all makes sense. Okay, well Mr Pres I mean Mr former President Obama or should I say Mr James Yes. I think I know what I need to do now. All right. Okay. All right. Uh Dad Yes, son. Uh, Why have you put down your number two pencil? You, you still have lots of Scantron to go through. I'm I'm done taking this test, Dad. I don't need to take a test what? to prove I'm your son because you know what? I all I need to show you is my love for pizza and my love for being part of this family. And if that's not good enough for you, I, you know what, I'm just, I don't care. I don't care what you think, Dad. I'm just, but, you know, I'm, I'm just, just going to go my own way. He wipes out a single tear. That is all I ever wanted to hear my son say. What? Really? Yes. It, but I, but I heard. I mean, I, I, I've been so rebellious my whole through my whole youth, and it, it, it always ticked you off. But you're telling me that just going my own way would have—that's all you ever wanted. All I ever wanted was for my son to mention his love of pizza and wanting to be part of family. Oh, oh, that part. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. What, what did you What did you think? <laughs> well, I, I I I was thinking more about the whole. Okay, you know what? Never mind. Okay, this sounds like we're good. Um. Oh, right. And I need to. Uh. uh you need to. Uh. And, and the whole. Maybe you can lay off with the whole. Uh. You know, giving you grandchildren thing for a little bit. You know, just like. You know. You know. Focus on. Fo focus on me for a while. You know. Fine, I can always adopt dog. <laughs> but it's like oh, a yeah. child, except he is not always ungrateful. Dogs mm. are very grateful. But they don't they don't like pizza. Not the way I do. 
No one likes pizza the way you do. That is why you are my son. Oh, but daddy. <laughs> That's uh, the sound he usually said whenever he said his catchphrase, which is how I know it is you. And we, we see, like, his real son is, like, watching this from a distance. Yes, and uh, who is by him but um, Clint Eastwood, also known as Donald Trump, and <laughs> <laughs> Obama the, slash... The real Obama, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who have all been watching behind a bush. <laughs> and they're all just nodding. <laughs> Slow clap. <laughs> well, I think our work here is done. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's time to I think it's time for some hoops. Anyone ready to you know? Uh, I'll, basketball I'll court out back. Ball. Yeah, I'll kick it. That's not how you play basketball, son, but it's okay. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Alright, well, that was... That was something. Is anyone else coming, or is it just us two? <laughs> I I don't know. It's... That's, that's the... That's the miracle of the Monday Jam. No one knows. No one knows if anyone's coming or not. Uh, but thank you for coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed swapping places with you in that scene. Papa DiGiorno had a Russian accent. That was unexpected. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, that's the thing about improv. Sometimes you just say the first thing, and you're like, "Oh shit, I should have said this." Well, now I can't change it. Yeah, no, that's that's what makes it fun. You know, you just keep you just double down. You double down. Uh... <laughs> I remember uh, during an improv show at the French Festival, which is a huge thing in Ashland here. Hmm. Um. I was playing a cowboy with buns of steel who went hmm. over to Britain to follow his dream of being a chef. And hmm. um, the partner I was on stage with, um, I needed to circle around to the B plot and combine the two. So uh. I I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to say something's not right and investigate and realize something's not right and then combine the two B plots. Or the A plot and mm. the B plot together. But uh, in order to do that, I just said, I'm just going to come out and say it. And then my partner on stage was like, you're going to come out? And I was like, <laughs> I wasn't going to, but thanks to the power of improv, now I have to. <laughs> and so the mm. next half of it was just me and me, <laughs> me coming out to... um my wife and only son and going to a club. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, 
that's improv, baby. You just gotta, you just gotta roll with it. You just roll. But, but yeah, that's what, like, I would have come out and say it. You're gonna come out? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, I, I think, uh, Tell me about the French festival. This sounds. This is interesting. The French festival, not oh, the, the French fringe festival. Fe- not the French. <laughs> so, uh, the yeah. college SOU um, every year hosts a big festival to showcase the arts, hmm. and the festival is divided into uh, two sections. One is um, main artists that uh, apply, and only a handful get in. And the other section is the uh, clubs and students who kind of put on their own productions for everyone to see. Hmm. It's kind of like showcasing art to the public. So is it all different kinds of art, like visual art and uh, Yes, theater? I believe so. So we have improv. Mm-hmm. We have people doing like stage productions of shows they wrote, um, mm. music acts. It varies. Hmm. But it's like the big, big festival of the year. Hmm. I was originally supposed to do it a stand-up comedy show for the Fringe Festival, on, um, but um, COVID happened, and then the uh, Fringe Festival was canceled. So that's interesting. So, but have have they had it since then? Yes, they brought it back. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I missed the deadline to apply, and I oh. was not allowed to do stand-up comedy there. Oh. I, I think the college is just too afraid I'm going to get too real with them, you know? Yeah. They're trying to shut down comedy <laughs> and replace yeah, who... it with improv comedy. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, <laughs> there's a, I feel like there's a real danger there because you you got those improv instincts they could kick in at any moment when you're on the stage and who knows what would happen then especially if somebody heckled you that's Uh, when the real that's when that's when stand-up can sort of become improv right you know and and you know how college is with um like it's a safe space so you know before i heckle them i gotta get their uh background information (laughs) So I know what mm-hmm. what to heckle them on versus what not to heckle them on, you know. Punch mm. don't punch down, punch up. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it's a, yeah, you get you got to Yeah, I guess it varies for every audience, right? Like yeah, some and, audience you know, have... it's not enough crowd work. I have to like interview people, get their names, <laughs> pronouns, you know, where they're from, what their social status is, financial status, do they have a Disability I need to avoid, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, on one end, it's just manners to ask. But on the other end, you know, it's just tedious crowd work when it's not just make a, make a joke of the first thing you see. You, you have to, like, talk to everyone and, like, get their information and see what's on the table versus what's mm-hmm. not on the table. It, you know. It sounds like a negotiation. It's like, it's like a comedy... It's negotiation. negotiation, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, the prenup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, and you know what? Uh, the the uh, style has kind of been streamlined, so now it's just a form you got to fill out. 
<laughs> so I'm seating in seat 4A. Um, this is all the stuff that uh, makes me uncomfortable versus all the jokes you can let loose at. And, you know, hmm. and of course, if you don't fill out the form in time, um, and anything's on the table. So, oh. Yeah. Fill well, out your goddamn forms before you go to comedy shows so I don't accidentally make fun of something I'm not supposed to. Would you – so if if there was one person that didn't have any restrictions, would you just sort of sort of like t- target them, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's funny you should say that. Um, once I took my dad to the Laugh Factory in L.A., hmm. and um, – he didn't know the unspoken rule, don't bring attention to yourself if you're going to a comedy club. <laughs> and he's a big, fat guy who wore a bright neon green shirt and sat right in the front row. <laughs> so mm. he was just a punching bag for everyone that night. Oh, man. Uh, well, what, what could he be? It sounds like, I mean, what, could he have done anything differently to uh, yeah, not He could have filled out the goddamn form. Uh, well, okay. That's fair. Uh, what if well what if you just had I I feel like um, some comedians I don't know well you know more about stand-up comedy than I do probably like you know the inside game Uh, so do some stand-up comedians have like a plant in the audience someone that they know that they can make fun of and like they could just sort of let lay, lay it on lay into them you know without fear of repercussions um, sometimes they bring friends along and they're like, hey, my friend blah, blah, blah is in the audience. Oh, look mm. at blah, blah, blah. But, um, generally no, because that's kind of frowned upon if you're doing crowd work. Because mm. the whole idea of crowd work is, you know, you're working the crowd for the first time. You don't know these people, but you're just making mm. fun of them. And that's why we have the form. <laughs> uh. And, you know... Sometimes in the deep red states, the form is frowned upon. Mm. They're like, ah, oh, we have to <laughs> fill out another. What does this country come to? We we got to fill out a form before seeing a stand-up comedy show. And then you make fun of them, and they're like, oh, why did you do that? Why did you make fun of the fact that I go to church on Sunday? That's not cool. And then you try to explain... Yeah. Well, we gave you a form. Did you not fill it out? And he's like, I don't have to fill anything out. And then, you know, and then it, you, 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 they think, they think it's, they don't think, they don't, they don't see that the blame is on them yeah. for the, for their inability to just go along with the, well, if, uh, uh, some people uh, maybe they maybe they weren't prepared. Like maybe they they thought they could handle certain insults, but then when it actually happened, it was too much for them. Oh, like uh, somebody who goes to try boxing for the first time and doesn't <laughs> realize that getting punched in the face is not fun. Yeah, or, or yeah, like people that show up to a to a, like a box like a gym like a boxing training gym and thinking that they can they can school the instructor somehow. They're like, oh, I I, I can take you on. Put on your gloves. I can. You know. It's like yeah, those, yeah. those people are the worst. 
stand-up comedy-wise. <laughs> like people who show up and think they're funnier than the comedian? Is that what you mean? Oh, hecklers, yeah. They're the worst. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not doing a bit here. I'm saying they're literally the worst. <laughs> they're awful. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, so, but, but like, the, if you like a comedian that can handle a heckler well can really turn things around and really get the crowd on their side, right? Like that's yeah. But once I uh, tried to turn it on a heckler and it ended so bad, like I just went hard on her. <laughs> Every time she tried to do a fun little jab at me, I just jabbed back and made her look like an ass to the point where. She, like, did the most Karen thing ever and just stood up, humped out, and walked out of the place. Hmm. And did, did you feel the crowd maybe thought you went too far? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, like, she was heckling everyone that night, so... Mm. You wanted to be the one to and take I wasn't her out. Rude. It was just like, hey, lady, if you like this set, I'd make sure to tip. And she's like... Oh, I'll only tip if you get good service. And I'm like, so nobody tips you? (laughs) (laughs) It Uh, went on back and forth like this for a good solid ten minutes until she realized she couldn't win. Hmm. Uh, I feel like maybe that's... So if you had a, a comedy set and there was a particularly annoying heckler in the audience and like every comedian comes up and they have to deal with that person i feel like that's the point where you send in a a comedy assassin you know like it's like okay we're bumping you know we bump someone in into the set who's who's going to just take that person down so that the rest Uh, of the the rest of the night can a little little less hectic honestly in the comedy group i'm with i am the comedy assassin (laughs) because I look yeah. like I'm still in high school, but I'm 25. Mm. I look like a background character from a Hobbit movie. And so no one expects me to just go hard on people. But if I get up on stage, and if I'm targeting you, it is going to be brutal. I'm huh. not joking, by the way. I'm being honest. Oh, I mean, sometimes you got to turn that on. You got to turn. You got to turn on that skill. That uh, you know, it, it's it's like a weapon you don't want to use, but sometimes, uh, you, you know, secret weapon. You know, the heckle killer. <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought that'd be a cooler sounding name, but it sounds dumb. <laughs> heckle, heck, the heckler, heck killer, heck killer, heckler, heck killer. Okay, yeah, it's it's that's a weird one to to turn into a, a thing, but uh, but yeah, it's like but master, I, you told me never to use this power. I'm sorry, there, Scotty, but that people have been heckling the U.S. for way too long. But now master, you gotta you... go overseas and roast them. Not now with like a flamethrower, but just like kind of make fun of their own customs and stuff. And mm. you know why we can do this? Because no country in the United Nations bothered to fill out the form of what is and isn't acceptable joke-wise. They didn't put anything down. 
They didn't put down preferred pronouns. They didn't put down, um, like, uh, if they belong to a culture that uh, has been through a lot, it's gone. Oh. Oh, but, Master, if, if we exploit this loophole, I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't everyone unite against us? No. For you see, we're the United States government. We are all, we are the good guys. We've always been the good guys, and we will always be the good guys. And nothing anyone says historically or in any sort of, like, um, college campus can ever change my mind on that. All right. I, your I, first I target is Australia. Okay. All right. I'm 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 heading. I'm gonna head. I'm heading down there now. Yeah, you're heading yeah. down under. Down under. Yeah. All right. Like I like get off the boat in Sydney Harbor, right next to the Opera House. All right, you... All right, mates. Who's yeah. ready to go to Mecca's? Yeah, mate, that sounds good. Hand me a cold frosty lager. <laughs> ah, what's oh. this yank doing over here? Oh, you... You Aussies have been yucking it up for too long. You think you're better than the rest of the world just because you have more marsupials than us? Well, You only what? have the one! Yeah, well, it's a good one. Possums? I I don't know, but the, the point is, uh, you 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 guys uh, don't. You what, what are you doing? You're you're upside down, you know. You're down, you know. The rest of the world is right side up, but you're upside down. What do you think of that? You, that's too personal, mate. Right? It went too far. Uh, uh, we can't control uh, our location on the globe. Uh, well, you should have thought about that, you know, because, uh, you know, and like you got, and, and you got the outback, you know, what about the out front, huh? Oh, think now, about that? We lost the out front to the emu war, you know that, right? That's too no. You can't joke about that. Yeah. yeah, you you had a war with with your wildlife, you know. Maybe you should have kept it in your pocket. Ha! Ah. <laughs> That's it. We're we're gone. Yeah, you're too hard on us, mate. <laughs> oh. oh, so much power. I, I, okay. No, I can't get drunk on this power. This is. This is this is like this is something that I'm only doing it, you know, because it's what the world needs. Cut to a montage of him getting too trigger happy and going to countries and insulting them. <laughs> uh, Transylvania, <laughs> more like Pennsylvania, because you. Don't you... Re- you do realize that we do not wear pants for reason. It's too hot outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, at least, uh, at least you're not in the sunlight 
<laughs> vampires! Um. <laughs> My grandma was a vampire. You can't bring that up. She went through lots of hardships. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you should take that hard ship and sail off into the sunset. <laughs> oh, hey, Lichtenstein. <laughs> yeah? What do you want there, little one? Uh, you know, I, uh, I've, uh, I'm, I'm, I heard that you like to lick your sh- Stein. How did you know we like to lick our Stein? Yeah. We never tell anyone about that. Yeah, you keep 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 that tug in your mouth, Mister. I'm, you know, the rest of the world, the rest of the world hates hates it when you do that. They do. They never yeah. told me that. And they don't even think you're a real country either. We are real country. We're located here on the map. Points to where Liechtenstein yeah. is on the map, where that, we all know where it is. That, yeah. So I don't well, have to describe where it is. Well, I know that you're pointing at somewhere in Europe that's probably like Germany or France or something, and not whatever Liechtenstein is. It is very hard to read. Shut up. Shut up, you little chip. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I have good pretzels here, though. We'll give them that. Cut to the United Nations. <laughs> All the countries are getting together to discuss this one heckler. All right, then. Sit down, everyone. We need to discuss this bloody heckler coming and insulting all the countries. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think he's, uh, he's kind of, he's kind of a buzzkill, you know? Um, like, I, we joined the United Nations to have fun. And this guy is just, like, going around telling people that they, they have funny names and whatever and it's like why what's the point we were here to have fun why aren't you why why isn't he having fun he seems like he's angry at everything yeah and the worst part is i can't get mad at him because he insulted me about how we don't get mad at anybody (laughs) yeah tell me about it i mean he's insulted us telling us that uh that we are too serious to have fun, and you know what? That's that, that's completely against uh, the whole reason. I mean, I mean, yeah, we are serious. I mean, that's true, but like, we can party, you know. Perhaps I, I, I... Yeah, I can help their wants and losses. I have something that will prevent him from ever heckling us on any su- touchy subject ever again. Uh-huh. Yeah, what's that? It's right here in the kilt. That's a form 
All our countries have to do is fill it out, and they'll know not to mess with us anymore, and what subjects they can and can't make jokes on. I, but I, I don't understand why would we fill out a form? It is, it's well, like, it's, you know, we've already filled out so much paperwork to be here. Well, the same reason anyone fills out a form, so we know where the boundaries are. All right, so just put down your country's name, uh, the pronouns your country prefers. I would imagine they, them, because it's multiple people in the country, but, you know, I'm not here to judge. Hmm. Uh, you do okay. you country-wise, all right? I will support. Uh, what if we don't... Uh, what if we prefer not to be seen at all? Can we say that? Can we be anonymous? Yeah, just uh, fill that out. Just make sure it's airtight and anything that's a touchy subject, put it down. Uh, I know in the name of Scotland, we put down uh, no making fun of um, our hair or the fact that we don't wear pants or the fact that we all sound like leprechauns. That's Ireland, not Scotland. Yeah, I, I feel like you guys, uh, I feel like you guys, just the, the fact that you wear kilts, I mean... That's a cultural thing! No, but I, I, I'm i just saying I respect it, you know, like, you can, you know, like, that's like an easy target, and, oh, but... You care so much. Uh, once I went to a drag show and everyone was like, oh, look, we got another contestant. And I'm like, no, I'm just coming to see my friend and supporter. And I don't need this, you know. I just want to be a spectator. I owe thanks to the four. No one can come up to me and sing that song from Aerosmith, Dude Looks Like a Lady. Which, which is what they did. One of them went on stage, pointed at me, and then kind of did, like, a little lip-sync dance to it, and I felt really cold out there. That's where I came up with this idea uh, for the farm. Yeah, that is a low blow. They should not have done that. Mm. Oh, you know, it, it was very hard on me. I just wanted to support my friend, not be a target. Uh, so, or... All right, I, I I I think we've all filled out our forms. Um, what, what should we all pa pass your forms up to the front, please? Just pass them, pass them to the front. There we are. All right, we'll just stack these up here. Right, uh, Switzerland does not fill out their uh, form. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, do not be a part of this. They will not attack us, for we have nothing to make fun of. We're well, not I, getting involved. I, I, I think you're, you're playing with fire there, old boy. I think if you, if you don't put anything on the form, I mean, they can really make, they can really find something to make fun of you for, and it could be something you're very insecure about. The Swedes you know. are not insecure about anything. That is the problem with other countries. Uh, you need the uh, confidence level of Sweden. 
um, uh, was it Sweden or Switzerland? Uh, okay, I, <laughs> I, I guess it's Sweden now. Um, yes. Uh, I thought it was the same country. <laughs> Oh, they are the same country. You're right. You're right. By the state. Yeah, um, <laughs> you see, that would normally insult anyone, but not us Swedes. Yes. yes I, I think people often mistake Swedes for the Swiss for Swedes. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 all, it's all the same. Uh, well, I just, I, I just to say, uh, I'm, I hope, I wish you luck uh, because... I heard America is coming your way, and uh, you know, well, who knows? Well, I wish them luck too, for oh, they very, will never find anything to insult the Swedish people on. Hmm. Well, I, I, I say you're quite a sportsman, and uh, yes, well, uh, anyway, uh, the rest of you, uh, we're go going to, we're just going to feed it. Your forms into the scantron so that uh, it's kind of stuck here. Uh, it, oh, there we go. All right, and uh, all right. So now everything's clear. Um, uh, meeting is adjourned. All right. This is the last, the last one on the list. Uh, Sweden. All right. I'm waiting for this one. They have no this restriction. Is and chocolate. Oh, look at you, a Swede. I bet. Look uh, at you, a dweeb. What? Whoa. Hey, you can't. You can't do that. You can't. Rhyme something I said and use it against me. That's. Oh wait, he can do that. Uh, okay. Uh, well, what? Uh, why don't? Uh, why don't you? Fondue. Something. Uh. Something. Fun for a change, you know. I could go for some fondue, actually. As for something fun, uh, I actually have plans to go skiing later. What? That is pretty fun. Yeah, you know, skiing. You go down the slope and uh, you are on skis, and it's lots of fun. Oh, that does sound like fun. Wait a minute. No, you can't. What are you doing? No, no. Okay. I have to remember what I was taught. All right. Um. Uh. Hey, I heard. Uh, I heard when people get a Swedish massage, that they don't. That they make a mess. Age. That was a real stretch of the literacy <laughs> language of English. You really had to pull it out of your ass there. Uh, yeah, I guess that wasn't okay. I know I did. All right, I've got this. There's something I gotta do something better here. This is um, fair, America. I am unstoppable. You're lucky we didn't get involved in World War Two, otherwise, 
you guys would have lost to us. Uh, well, well, I, 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 th- I, I, I don't think that's true. I think uh, you guys would have been too busy making subpar furniture to even notice that we were attacking you. I'd rather have subpar furniture than a subpar government. You, you take that back. I mean, hey, not every not everybody could have universal health care, okay? That's, you know. Yes, I have universal health care. That could help you out with your sick burns I have been giving you this whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? He's... Uh, If only you filled out the form, then you probably wouldn't have been heckled by me this badly. We we don't need a form because we're we're always on the offensive. We're never on the defensive. That's that's the American way. Wait, is that an ambulance I'm hearing? No, no, I I. A uh, couple of Swedish um, um, hospital workers get out. Hut, 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 hut. Put you on for free. Oh, don't take me to the hospital. I, 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 I'll go bankrupt. Do not worry. In Sweden, it is free of charge. You'll pay a little more oh. in taxes, but you know that's a price we're willing to pay. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I guess my instincts. Uh, <laughs> they, they they take they take him to like, uh, they take him to like a place where it's there's like a a mental health kind of uh, like a, yeah, like a therapy. And, and you know, there's like a whole montage of him uh, kind of going through the trauma of what made him want to heckle so many people and roast them and. Stand-up comedy, <laughs> and um, he plays some games with other people. He does like a share circle where he talks about his trauma, like mm. all for free, by the way. <laughs> and uh, eventually, he's wheeled out of that mental health institute in a wheelchair, even though he didn't break any of his legs. Swedish mental, the sw- the Swedish. Universal, <laughs> Swedish mental universal. <laughs> it, to make it's it a very hard name to pronounce. <laughs> sorry. Uh, the Swedish mental universal rehabilitation facility, or Smurf. Sure, why not? <laughs> And uh, old Papa takes you out in the wheelchair. <laughs> Papa Smurf, you have taught me so much during my time in this mental health rehabilitation facility. I thank you. You taught this old Papa something a couple of things as well. And you know what? Oh. I have a special present I want to give you before you released. Oh. Oh, is that is that fancy Smurf? He's he's putting a wreath on my neck. Oh, thank you. No, that wasn't the present. Oh, that, okay. that was just a little extra bonus. Oh, is he hitting on me then? Is that what he's? 
Hi. Hi there. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, the question uh, uh, is uh, this form to fill out on behalf of the United oh. States people. So oh. you know your limitations and boundaries, and, uh, and so will other comics. So you're not roasted by the Swedes again, and you don't have to uh, come here. You know, before I came here, I was too proud to fill out a form like this because I thought that it it showed your weakness. It showed if you show, if you put up boundaries, it shows weakness. But now I realize that having boundaries is actually a strength, and it's what helps us get along. When everyone knows what everyone else's boundaries are, then we're free to play in that space in between without any fear of insulting or hurting anyone. Thank you, Papa Smurf. Uh, don't mention it. Now, the form's a bit tricky, so if you have any questions, just uh, feel free to ask. Okay. Uh, and, hey, is is uh, Fancy Smurf, uh, are, are you doing anything later tonight? Cause, uh... Well, I wasn't before, but now that you put it that way. Okay. Uh, well... Uh, anyway, uh, I guess, uh, I guess that's a separate form I'll have to fill out. <laughs> uh, there you go, it's in your brief. <laughs> okay, uh, do you want to hold hands, yes or no? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and America goes, America then has better relationships with all the countries of the world and because it understands boundaries and hey. uh, <laughs> yeah. uh question uh, what yeah. would America's pronouns be <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was the uh, was the Team America song but <laughs> America Fuck yeah. <laughs> My pronouns are fuck and yeah. No, um, I don't know. Eagle. Uh, Something eagle. <laughs> uh, uh, well, since it is stars and stripes. Since it is a patriarchy. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to finish that. Okay, well, like. My pronouns are stars and bars, baby. <laughs> Uh, what, um, I guess it's a pretty common thing to imagine countries as people, like, that's like a, there's like a webcomic called, uh, I think it's called Scandinavia and the World, uh, ironically enough, we were just talking about Sweden, uh, that it, it, there's a pretty famous webcomic that does this, where it has char different characters, and they're all their personalities are based on different different countries that they represent. Uh, yeah, and America's always like the muscular dude who's a little a little naive, a little too full of himself, a little too cocky. But I guess they could have uh, they could have made uh, they could have been more mean towards America in the depiction. I think. They, they're generally positive, but 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, if you uh, if you could live in another country, where would you want to live? Um. Well, I know a lot of people in Japan, so I feel like that could mm. like bum on their sofa. Oh. You always have a couch waiting for you in, in Tokyo. <laughs> or a futon, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, I I remember you told me one time that you... Uh, or, or you're talking about teaching English, right? So, like, that's something people move to Japan to do, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what about our culture, your culture, would you want to bring with you to another culture to show what they're missing? Uh, that is a good question. Um, Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> oh man, the rest of the world is missing. Even even Mexico and other countries that have tacos are missing out on Taco Tuesdays. Have you heard the campaign going on with Taco Tuesday? Uh, move, moving it to Thursday instead? Uh, no, there's an actual campaign. <laughs> okay, no, no, I haven't. Taco Tuesday's trademark from a specific taco restaurant, and Taco Bell is upset that Taco Tuesday is not owned by them, so they're like... It should be owned by the people. Everyone should own Taco Tuesday, specifically us, since we count as everyone. So uh, yeah. they're going to court, and they're trying to convince the government that Taco Tuesday is a concept bigger than one restaurant and that everyone should use it freely. Hmm. So wait, who owns Taco Tuesday? Is this some random restaurant? or what, what, um, It's a smaller chain than Taco Bell. Uh, let me look it up. Um, Did I, 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 yeah, I've never heard Taco of Taco John's. <laughs> oh, Taco John's. Taco John. Uh, interesting. I've never heard of that chain, but uh, I kind of agree with Taco Bell's premise in principle. But I, but I, but you just know that they're going to abuse it somehow. Uh, the only reason Taco Bell is just upset that they couldn't think of Taco Tuesdays first. <laughs> I mean, that was a huge plot point in the Lego movie. Did, did they have to pay royalties to Taco John's in the, in the Lego movie? I would imagine they should. Because <laughs> I, I, I mean, I thought it was a concept that goes beyond. Well, maybe you can't. You just can't use it in a restaurant advertisement or something. Maybe just people use it in other things I guess it's, it's like it's like families all across America getting cease and desist letters from Taco John uh, for their family weekly meal I guess that is frustrating you know you're just a single mother trying to provide for her family <laughs> make it fun and then suddenly the old lawyers come by and give you a cease and desist hmm Taco John himself sometimes shows up just to rub it in their faces. 
uh, really hate to do this to you, but uh, since we're the only two people on this podcast uh, kind of thinking about leaving a little early. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah, I don't want to be rude, but, you know. No, I understand. I understand. You came here Deedles, if you're listening to this now, what the hell? Leaving us to dry like this. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. You you came here expecting a certain kind of jam experience, and I could not provide that by myself. Uh, it took. Don't hate on yourself. I will no, bring this up. Um, it I'm takes a face- team. Oh, I'm good. On Facebook now. Mm. And there's this weird thing called D3 at Sea, and it's. Dungeons and Dragons, but it's like a cruise where you go on a big cruise ship. And the main appeal is that there are some game masters where you can play essentially a board, a role playing game. Mm. And I'm like, I feel like you kind of need to do more to tempt me into buying a cruise. <laughs> then board game, then <laughs> or. Then, what, what what is the third D? Wait, is D and D right? Or wait, right? Yeah, it's D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. What, what is was the D, third D? Uh, yeah, it said D three at C. So yeah. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons and diving, or uh, and and drive-ins and dives. Guy Fieri, you gonna be there? Uh, that would be a bigger selling point. Cause <laughs> you know, the food on the cruise is gonna be baller with Guy oh, Fieri. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would totally go on a cruise if Guy Fieri was in charge of the food. Come on. <laughs> I went to one of the restaurants that he prom and he uh, promoted heavily on his show. Mm. Best noodles I've ever had. Mm. Uh, yeah. What, what type of restaurant was it? It was a noodle shop, but it was like in somebody's house. Like they turned an entire house into a a makeshift noodle shop. And yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's it's good when he can bring attention to those small family businesses that maybe wouldn't otherwise get that kind of exposure. Yeah, and no one was playing Dungeons & Dragons in that house. They were just enjoying <laughs> noodles. Mm. Yeah. Uh, not hating on the game, I'm just saying there's a time and place to play it, and I, I'm going to put my foot down and say the sea is not the time nor the place. Uh, Yes, the sea is the place for pirates and the kraken. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, but, but, but uh, I guess. Uh, wait. Why, why did you bring this up again? Why oh, did you bring I was just D- scrolling through Facebook. Oh. And I, I got. And I played Dungeons and Dragons, so you know, face freaking Facebook takes information and like tries to recommend. Oh. Hey, you might like this. You might they, like to go on an expensive <laughs> cruise where the main selling point is a game that you could easily play at home. We trapped on a boat with a bunch of. D and D players. Hmm. 
feel like if you know if you're rolling the dice in rough seas, maybe it wouldn't be a fair roll, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm heading out. All right. Well, thank you for coming today. I had fun today. I. I, I have uh, the scenes we did do, I will cherish them always. Yeah. All right. Oh, have a good day. All right. And uh, happy Memorial Day. Oh yes, yes. Happy Memorial Day. I I think we paid homage a little bit in in our uh, scene to kind of like, I don't know, indirectly, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. All right. Take care, Ty. All right. Looks like. We're back to being a solo jam, folks. It's interesting. It's hard to jam with two people. I guess it's just there's a. I mean, I I've done it before. I guess you just have to be on just the right wavelength. There's something about three people that's different, and it's it has nothing to do with whether or not you get along with with people that you're jamming with. It's like you have two people. It's like a captive, like you're completely relying on the other person. Like it's, every time you yes and, you're always yes anding the other person. And it can get, a li- like you sort of get into a pattern, right? Uh, here, I'm, 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 t- I'm talking shop here, folks, uh, you know, because I'm by myself. So <laughs> talking shop, improv shop here. So. Uh, so, yeah, so when you're in it, when you're in it with just two people, it can definitely work. But you have to sort of create an environment where you can really jump back and forth between different things very quickly and just sort of be prepared for that and be or, or, or just or be very focused on the scene I'm trying to think how, how to make that how to make that work better but you know what but you know what it's a lot easier when there's maybe three people because again it's not just that ping pong back and forth you know, I mean, one thing is we didn't really warm up at all, but like, well, you don't necessarily need to, I guess. Yeah. It's just like, you have to sort of be on the same energy level and, you know, Ty is a much more experienced improviser than I am. Um, and so he, he can kind of make anything work, but. I guess I guess it's just that you have to have that feeling that every time the ball goes over the net, it's getting hit. Someone hits it back, right? And uh, yeah. So, in order to get into that space of like being able to get a back and forth going in improv. It really takes knowing the other person pretty well, or sort of really getting their style. And even if the styles are slightly off, it can create a mismatch, I think. That's what I'll say. That's the way I'll put it, a mismatch. There's, there's mismatch energy. But with a third person, that kind of help, helps lubricate because lubricate the the, the the improv, the interaction, because you're sort of passing it back and forth between three people 
there's, there's kind of like a there's always like an another there's, there's there's a chance of something happening there that's unexpected more so than if there's two people i mean it depends it depends on who it is it depends who it is uh but yeah but it 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 is a it is something that you have to think about, I guess, or that I have to think about because I hope these channels. There is an aspect of, of it is sort of sometimes when there's a lot of people, it can be actually paradoxically be easier to host than when there's fewer people. Uh, it depends because sometimes as a host, I'm just trying to let things happen. Uh, sort of create a space for things to happen instead of making things happen myself. And maybe that's my maybe that's something I need to think about. Is like if it's just me and one other person, I probably need to make things happen more rather than have the other person always be the one that I'm yes ending their things. You know, I need to create more things. Maybe maybe I'm being self-reflective about my own improv. Uh, also, I haven't eaten at all today. <laughs> I've, 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 I'm just thinking about that now. I haven't eaten today, so maybe the reason uh, I, you know, I don't know if I sound tired. I don't know how I come across. I'm not sure how I come across right now. But if I do sound tired, it's probably because of that. I think it's hard to do improv on an empty stomach, so maybe I'm pushing myself a little bit. Because <laughs> I do feel like there were a few places. Okay, now I'm being now I'm uh, being very hypercritical of myself. Uh, you know, now I'm doing it out loud. I normally just do this in my head, but I do feel there were some places during that set with Ty, or the, some of those scenes I did with Ty. There were some places where Ty was setting me up for something. And I just kind of failed to deliver on 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 what uh, could have been there. Uh, he was doing a really good job of that. He's really he's really good at setting setting people up. Uh, and also, uh, yeah. So, it was, but uh, but yeah, there were definitely some points where I was just like struggling to come up with something. Is it because I am not warmed up? Is it because I just need to get good and <laughs> practice more? Or is it because I'm tired and I've been eating today? You know, excuses, excuses, right? I just got to get good. I got to get better. How do I get better? By practicing. That's why I'm here. Okay. I'm here now. I'm here alone. But you know what I can do? I can still practice. I can still practice the improv when I'm by myself. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Every time. All right. So uh, how can I practice improv, getting better at improv? How can I practice coming up with wild ideas? wild ideas uh oh there's that game uh oh yeah I, let me see there's the there's the experiments fe feature that eric made let me see uh i haven't done this in a while let me let me pull an experiment up so folks for those listening there's a feature in ooze there where someone can make uh some games they can create games for other people to play like word games and you know those the, like prompts with instructions and stuff 
And I haven't done that in a while, so I'm going to pull that up and take a look and see, since I'm by myself here, I can practice improv myself. You know, I think that's, I think that's one of my weaknesses, you know, if I'm being uh, sort of uh, uh, self-reflective, reflexive, reflective, reflexive, self-reflective, self-reflecting. I think there, there's a lot of places where I feel like I should just be able to come up with something fast. It's like, to say something, uh, you know. But I tend to hesitate a lot, and I'm and, uh, kind of like, uh, <laughs> I do that a lot. I do that a lot. I know I do that a lot. For those of you listening that have heard my improv, heard me, or you know I do that a lot. the experiments feature let's see what we got so i'm going to see the first one is the rumor challenge it's time to start some rumors each round you get three things one person one object and one location or action Ooh, nice okay and you have one minute to create a funny embarrassing or incriminating rumor about that person using those things okay all right right, that sounds good i'm going to do that I'm going to do that, folks. I'm going to do the rumor challenge. So here we go. Let's see. I don't know what happened. I don't know what. I don't know what's going to happen when I click this. So let's see what happens. Three, two, one. Boom. Okay. Okay. Jennifer Aniston, a chest of Barbie doll heads, and the Olympics. Okay. I heard that Jennifer Aniston. Uh. She went to the Olympics. You know. As a spectator. She brought her chest of Barbie doll heads with her, and she bought tickets for them so that they could sit in the seats. You know, she bought out a whole row at the Olympics for her Barbie doll heads. Okay, your therapist, a 72-ounce raw steak, and a preschool library. I don't think I can I can go to this therapist anymore. He... He brought a stake to a preschool library. He was trying to teach the kids about how if your emotions are too raw, he, he, um, oh, next round. That kid in class who eats paper, a jar of pudding, and your closet. Okay. So I heard that this, you know, the kid who eats paper in class? Yeah. I heard that's not really paper. I heard it's actually pudding. Yeah. Yeah, it's pudding. He left some of it in my closet when he was over to do a group project. Uh, okay, here we go. Next round. A nun, 12 pounds of salsa, and a chicken farm. Uh, there was a time, there was a time when I thought... Nuns could do no wrong. But this nun has crossed the line. She went to a chicken farm with salsa, saying she wanted to make chili rellenos. That's not a chicken. Okay, next round. The old lady from across the street, several pounds of cheese, and a BMX competition. Okay. Uh... Uh, I heard that 
the lady across the street replaced uh replaced the ramps at the BMX contest with cheese. But no nope no, everybody's afraid to see if that's really true or not cuz you know uh if they if if it was made out of cheese they'd have to fix it. So they just keep painting over the cheese. What I heard. Uh, that's not embarrassing. I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. See, this is the this is the problem, folks. You know, I'm just. I just need to. Uh, I need to step up my game. Okay. These rumors suck. I'll say it right now. These rumors I came up with. I could have done better. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, what's this game called? The Rumor Challenge. This is, this is fun, though. It's fun. That's what I'm proud about, having fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. For those of you that are listening that are thinking I'm being really down on myself, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really care either way. I'm just trying to... I'm just talking. Because um, that's what I do when I'm... When, you know, I fill out the time of the jam. That is the commitment I've made. You know, two hours of improv. That's what I try to do here. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is this is this kind of practice is what can make make the ideas flow better. Just coming up with something fast. That's I I, I will say that is probably my biggest problem as an improviser, I think. Maybe not. There's probably, I probably have a ton of problems. I got a lot of problems. But no, but I, but I, but if, if someone were to critique me, I think it would be very fair to say, I just, it just takes me a while to, I overthink. I overthink a lot. And I, and sometimes, and like some, you know, when you're in a scene, you have to be quick sometimes, otherwise you lose the momentum of the scene. So, that's what I'm gonna to try to do here. I'm gonna play another of these games. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I'll just go in down the list here. You know, I don't know what order these are in, but I'm just gonna go down the list. So there's one here called Rojo Globo Number One. The improv game Rojo. Globo gives you a regular sentence to which you will try and respond with a sentence that conveys the same meaning, but trying to use completely different words, mostly focusing on replacing the nouns, verbs, and adjectives. Ha ha. Yes, I have played that game before. Let's see how we play, how, how we can play it here using the experiments feature. Here we go. Three, two, one, boom. All right. Red tomatoes grow underneath the Golden Gate Bridge. Vermilion nightshade fruits sprout from the shadow of the San Francisco uh, <laughs> landmark. Okay. Oh, uh, still have time. I can do another one. Uh, Rouge. Uh, not vegetable. Uh, 
pushes the soil up, uh, looking at the <laughs> the <laughs> uh, scale the scale. <laughs> Uh, traversal. I don't even know what that was. Okay, next one. I smiled at the elderly mailman as he got stung by a large bee. Uh, friendly expressions were exchanged with uh, the the carrier of packages whose advanced age led him to be attacked by a stinging insect that was qu quite rotund. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. No, this is good practice. This is what I need. We need more of this. I need to do more games. I don't know when I stopped. All right, all right, anyway. A calm river carries sailors to the angry ocean. Okay, that's a sentence. Smooth waters, serpentine, smooth, okay. Smooth waters snake their way across the land with uh, floating uh, uh, shipmates towards an, uh, a rowdy sea. Okay. Uh, I need to be quicker. Okay, I'm going to try to do the next one quicker. Okay, next one. Grab a notebook before history class starts. Uh, uh, consign a writing uh, uh, surface prior to receiving instruction on past events. Another one. Take hold of the lined paper bound in uh, bound in convenient form for it will be needed at the uh, lecture of daily importance to, uh, regarding the antiquity Waited life before our own. Wow, that was terrible. Uh, terrible. Uh, there's, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing bad. There's no nothing bad in it. Okay, but I'm trying to get faster. That's my goal for myself. A couple of ideas faster. And again. It probably would have been better if I had eaten before this. <laughs> part of doing provenance or something. But yeah, I think that, I think that that could be part of what's happening here. But I think it's just a general thing for me. So so yeah, so it's just like being able to 
speed up the pace. Um, yeah, it's you know, like anything, it takes practice. So here I am on my on my grind. Uh, next game, raise my temp. Play by yourself or play this game in a group by giving everyone one turn to answer before it passes to the next person. Try not to be the last person of each prompt. Try not to be the last person of each. What does that mean? Play by yourself. Raise my temp. Give everyone one turn to answer before it passes to the next person. Okay. Well, uh, it's just going to be passing to me. I don't know. Whatever whatever this is, it's going to be passing to me. I don't have to worry about that part of the instructions. Let's try this. Raise my temp. Boosberry experiment. Three, two, one. List as many reasons as why you were late to a meeting. Okay. Uh, I was late because I was reading the newspaper and I really got into the story. I, it 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 was gripping, uh, and I lost track of time. I was late because uh, it was really dark in my room and I tripped. Uh, I tripped over my my rug, and I couldn't find the light, and I was just squirming around on the on the floor. I was late because the person sitting next to me on the bus uh, said he would wake me up at my stop, but he didn't. And when I woke up, it was the end of the line. Okay. Guy names that start with B. Ooh, good. Okay, here we go. Uh, ooh, B. Bo. Bruce. Brank. That's not a real name. Uh, br uh, br Brendan, Brandon, Brun, Bruno, Bluto, Bo uh, Bill, Billy, Biv, Birdie, Birdman. Okay, next one. Uh. Other ways to say that's cool. Okay. That's glippy. Uh, that's nice. Bodacious. Radical. Uh, Lucy, Goosey, Trucy. Chimona. Take control of the toll. I don't even know what I'm doing now. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's juicy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, next prompt. Things you'd love to hear yelled from the top of a building. Okay. Uh... My world is on fire. Uh, there's a snake in my boot. Uh, don't look now, but there's a piano falling. <laughs> uh, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> and that's the game. That's the game. That's, I would also like to hear that yelled from the top of the building. 
And that's the game. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, no, that's a fun. That's a fun game. I like that game. I like that game. I think, you know. I think uh, games like that are are what really helps people get the momentum uh, to get, you know, to start thinking of funny ideas. It doesn't have to be funny. Just any ideas. In improv, you don't try to be funny. Funny happens when you just come up with things. Creative things. Uh, we're going to do another game. We're going to do another game. Equivalence 8. Okay, what's this? You'll get a suggestion of a type of scene or setting, and then you describe what's there with as many details as you can before moving on. Game introduced to me by Camilla of introvertedimprovisers.com. Okay, plug in intro, introvertedimprovisers.com. Sounds like my kind of place, maybe. I don't know. Oh, oh, I just clicked the button. What did I do? Wait, what, what is this? A wedding? Wedding in Alaska? Okay, I, I missed the boat on this. What is this? What is this again? Uh, try what's there with as many details as you can. Okay. Um, okay, so this is... Okay, so the, the prompt is a wedding in Alaska. Okay. All right. Wedding in Alaska. Well, there's uh, definitely going to be a lot of bears. There's going to be bears. There's going to be... Surrounding the ceremony, there will be a lot of bears, and the people in, you know, will all be wearing fur, bear fur, and this is a problem because the bears see the people in the wedding wearing bear fur, and so when they're out there in the snow, and of course there's an altar made of snow, and, uh, you know, there's a tension there because you know, the bears don't want to interrupt the wedding, but they're also uh, bears, and they can attack at any time. So, uh, Okay, prompt number two, bomb shelter for Barbie. Okay, ooh, interesting. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's like the Barbie bomb shelter playset. So Barbie, of course, in her bomb shelter, has outfits, uh, a lot of outfits for every day of the week. Um, and also there's like tools for creating new outfits because she's going to get bored wearing those outfits. So she has a sewing machine. She has, uh, thread, uh, you know, I, I don't know, uh, just rolls and rolls of thread. Uh, so she can make cool new outfits, create new trends. Uh, she has a video camera. She can tape herself. Uh, is this like an 80s or 90s Barbie or a modern Barbie? I don't know. She, she She's definitely going to have to push things to social media if it's modern. Uh, even when she's in a bomb shelter. Uh, and she has a refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> okay, next prompt. Uh, lawyer tennis match. Okay, lawyer tennis match. I'm imagining. Uh, I'm imagining there's the that the the lines around the court are very, very um, 
how do you say this? They're very well defined, right? Like the the the, the people uh, taking control, or, or, or how do you say it? the referees? The referees, you know, they have to be on point because uh, they they they. Uh, uh, in fact, there is no, there are no referees. It's, it's all done by robots because nobody wants to be the referee at a lawyer tennis match because they're, they, you know, if you make the wrong call, you're going to get sued. Okay, so there's like robots that are in charge of calling if there's a fault or something, or if it goes out of bounds. And the audience, they're all lawyers as well, and their heads are going back and forth, watching the ball carefully. Uh, okay, next prompt. Workout gym for snails. Ooh. All right. So, uh, so yeah. Think about, think about if you're at a gym, you got snails. Okay. So, obviously, uh, so there's a there's a there's a sign at the front that says this is a salt-free zone, and it's a double entendre because literally you cannot put snails with salt. It will hurt them. So no salt, but also they don't want people being salty. They want people with good attitudes in that gym. They don't want they want people to be positive. Uh, of course, when snails are lifting weights, uh, they need a place to put their shells. So there's a locker room uh, where they, you know, put your shell in the locker room, uh, and you put on a special uh, gym shell. Like you put on a special shell for working out. That seems like a good idea. You know, <laughs> like you want to get your uh, your shell that you go out with, you know, sweaty. Uh, do snails sweat? I don't know. If they do sweat, it's not salty like our sweat, is, you know, human sweat is. Uh, or is it? I don't know. Maybe they do sweat the same way. I, they probably don't. They're slimy. I, I They don't need to sweat. I don't know. What am I thinking? Uh, oh, time is up. Time is up. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was that was a good game. I like that game. I should make some games. I should, well, I should play all the games that are on here. And I should make some new ones. I forgot about this feature. This is a really nice feature. I'm actually, I actually feel kind of bad that I haven't used this more because Eric created this awesome feature and it's not getting used very much right now because well, let's be real here. Uh, what does happen on Uzbear is the stuff that I'm coming up with, and, you know, that's not all these. Uh, well, anyway, uh, yeah, so here we go. So let's, uh, I want to play another game. I want to play another game here. Uh, equivalent set. Oh, this is, okay, so this is the same game, but a different set, a different set of prompts. Yeah, let's do that. I want to see what can happen there. Okay, so we're going to play the game Equivalence again. Uh, and this is where I guess you get a suggestion of a scene or setting and you describe what's there with as many details as you can. And it's on a timer. And again, this game was introduced to Eric by Camilla of introvertedimprovisers.com. All right, here we go. Equivalence. For those of you that want to play at home, just go to oozbear.com, pull up a, the, one of the experiments here, pull up the experiments, 
and then you can play equivalence seven. There we go. A Microsoft themed parade. Nice. Nice. Uh okay. So the parade ends unexpectedly with a uh blue screen of death. Like <laughs> when the blue everything just turns blue and it just ends unexpectedly. Uh uh it keeps the the parade uh while you're watching the parade it keeps bo bothering you and telling you that there's been an update to the parade and you're just like i know that's how a parade works that's like the next parade float in line it just keeps coming that's how it works and it's like no you have to are you you know you have to click on this or you have to say that you want the next <laughs> the next parade float uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of windows everywhere. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's, uh, and, you know, it's going to be really hard to get the sound working at this parade. Because it's, you know, especially if they have to install some new speakers. Uh, oh, here we go. Next prompt, a submarine for cowboys. Ooh. The Marines for Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys Submarine. Uh, the Cowboys, uh, they all have really big spurs uh, because they can use them as propellers if they ever fall off, fall out of the submarine. They can uh, propel themselves. But, uh, Cowboys, okay, submarine, okay, so there's, you know, you're not a cowboy if you don't have cows. So there's got to be cows on this submarine. Or do they, or maybe they use them for sea cows, which are manatees. Maybe this submarine for cowboys is herding manatees, uh, you know, out in, <laughs> you know, in, the, in Florida, Everglades or something. Uh, okay, next prompt. A bar for Adam Sandler fans. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, a bar for Adam Sandler fans. Uh, well, uh, they're definitely going to serve the best water. It's going to be a water boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a wedding singer singing all the time. Uh, there's going to be um, a lot of memorabilia on the wall, like on the walls, like, uh, like a hockey stick with a golf ball. Uh, <laughs> there, um, uh, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is going to be there. He's going to be the bartender. And like, that's not just like, like he's just there visiting, like that, he works there all the time. Uh, oh, here we go. Prompt number four, slumber party for gardeners. Nice. Okay. Slumber party for gardeners. Okay. Uh, before you go to sleep, you have to put all your plants all your indoor plants outside, uh, right? Because isn't that like plants exhale 
carbon dioxide at night. Isn't that a thing? I don't know. It might be. Um, and uh, what else? So we have so um, definitely uh, you're gonna gonna use some herbal supplements to help you sleep better. Uh, you're gonna sleep in a flower bed. Uh, not a bed that looks like flowers or has flower flower blanket, but an actual flower bed. You sleep with the flowers because that's uh, you want to uh, be close to them, uh, which is to say you're sleeping in the dirt. Um, and uh, when the gardeners are in the slumber party and they're, you know, if one of them gets a little close to the other one, uh, instead of saying that they're spooning, you're saying they're, they're spading. <laughs> or shoveling? I don't know. Um, okay, well, that, and that, and time is up. So, yeah, there we go. That was, uh, that was another game of equivalence. I don't know if I was playing that game right. I follow the instructions. The instruction said, just describe the place in detail. I think I played it right. Um, well, I tried. And it was fun. And that was good. Yeah, so maybe I need to do more of these kinds of exercises. Maybe I've gotten a little complacent with uh, improv, you know? Like I've been doing improv a certain kind of way. I feel like I've been doing a lot more long-form because I think maybe somehow I fell into this pattern of thinking that like long form is kind of like the gold standard of improv, but the short form games are are fun and helpful too. So maybe I've been neglecting that a little bit. You need to do more short form games, I think. Things that make you think quickly. Protect the line games. That's another part of improv that maybe I haven't been doing as much when I've been hosting. So maybe I need to do that more. More Protect the Line style games. I've definitely done some. But I, know, but I, I think I've been kind of doing more kind of living room style discussions leading into long form lately. And that's not the only kind of improv there is out there. There's other kinds. <laughs> you know, as fun as that is, spontaneous improv, there's also having a little more structure and having games and having chances to kind of hone your skills. Uh, I know probably nobody's listening to this, but I have thought of teaching a class here on Uzbear. Uh Specifically, that's specifically about honing skills and really digging deep into what you know, into improv technique. Um, so yeah, so uh, definitely been something that uh, I had considered for a while. But I, but there's a few other things I want to do first before I do that. Uh, you know, I <laughs> I have a friend that once told me that showed me how the more things you have uh, to do before, or like the more steps you have 
to do something, the less likely it is to finish because that, even if you have a very high success rate on each step of the process, uh, you know, after a few steps, it can kind of whittle down to almost like a 50-50 shot or even less that uh, that it actually happens, you know. Uh, so maybe I'm overthinking that, uh, you know, maybe I should just do that. The, cl the class I've been thinking about, you know, I ha I've made some lesson plans and stuff. Maybe I should do that, but you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I need to bring bring some of those ideas into the jams. You know, like really giving something for people to dig into and help them grow as improvisers. I think that's something that I need to think about because people come here and I want to make sure they're getting as much out of it as they can, you know, this space, this jam space, uh, I want I, I hope that I can provide that experience for people, um, but anyway, so that's, uh, that's, that's the jam for today, I want to thank Ty for coming, joining in, and, uh, playing a few scenes with me. And then, you know, I played some of the Uzbear Experiment games, which were fun and helped uh, helped me get into that feeling of of quickly coming up with ideas, which I think is, is, is like one of the great feelings in improv is when you can get to that point where you can really just sort of just come up with something based on a prompt. You know, that's where it's all, that's what it's all about. That's one of the things, this is, you know, there's a lot. Um, but I'm no expert. I'm still learning. Uh, so, yeah, so I want to thank Eric for coming up with the Uzbear Experiments feature and for coming up with Uzbear itself. I wouldn't be here doing this if it wasn't for him. But, yeah, the experiments were cool. I liked those games. Those prompts were funny. Definitely having good prompts makes a difference when it comes to those kinds of games. A prompt that you can really do something with uh, there's an art to that as well. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of skills involved in improv, and you can you can work on them individually and all at once. And uh, yeah, so that's something I'm going to think about more is just how to hone those skills. I talked a little bit about some of what I feel like are my weaknesses that I or not weaknesses, but just things I wanted I wanted. I want to progress in, you know, like things that I want to see in myself, because when I started doing improv, I had some thoughts about like what I wanted to get out of it. And I think it's good to periodically remind yourself of those things to see if your goals have changed or if you have new goals and the old, or if you've met the previous goals or if you're, how you're doing on that path. And uh, so, yeah, just evaluating how things are going, and whether uh, there's ways that you can, you know, push yourself to uh, take on more. So that's something I'm going to think about. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. 
Let's see how it goes. Uh, so, you know, as I sit here uh, in my submarine surrounded by cowboys and cows, or maybe I'm surrounded by cows, I'm the cowboy, right? I'm in a submarine with cows. What's this like? The submarine is powered by cows, right? Because, right, they eat grass and release methane. That's what powers the submarine. And uh, where are they getting the grass, you might say? It's, it's well, it's seagrass. It's kelp. They're eating kelp. They're making methane. It powers the submarine. And I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. Underwater. Aquatic. Aquatic cowboy under the sea. The prairie is the ocean floor for me. And I'm going to ride this submarine into the sunset. Which is, it, it's, uh, it takes a little longer to set. Because it, when the sun goes below the horizon on the ocean, it actually goes underwater. And then it has to keep going down. And then there's the second sunset that happens underwater. So, to you out there, I hope that uh, you find your happiness as you ride off into your second sunset, whatever that is, and wherever that is. Thank you for listening to the Monday Jam on Who's Bear. Memorial Day. Thank you to our fallen soldiers who paid the ultimate price. I don't have a joke or anything there. I, that is uh, just a statement that I believe is worth saying. That's worth remembering. Their sacrifice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, folks. That's been the Monday Jam, and uh, hope to see you on the other side of that second sunset. that you stayed this long. And what do you want from me? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not like you had any reason to say that. I know. I know I should have ended this like an hour ago when Ty left. Well, I just, you know, 
when I come here, it's, I set aside the time to do this, and so I just, I'd like to see it through. You know, there's a lot of things in life where I didn't follow through, and I think this is one area where I can. It doesn't matter to me if there's no one else here. That's not why I'm here. I mean, it is why I'm here. I am here so other people could come here. That's the point. But I I am not bothered either way because people are busy sometimes and it's Memorial Day weekend and they have better things to do than improv. You know? There's life outside of improv. Yeah, I hope they're having fun out there. I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't care. I mean, I, I care. I, 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 like, I, I, I want people to be having fun doing other things they want to and not feel obligated to come here. That's not, I don't want people to feel obligated to come here. I want people to want to come here and only, I mean, like, I want to, you know, if they want to, like, I don't want people to be here that don't want to be here, you know? No, I understand. I understand. But it's not, like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when they come here, it's of their own free will. It's because they think it's fun being here. And if they have other things to do, then there's no pressure because I don't, I want people to live their lives the way they want to. I, I fully support that. Yeah. Yeah. I would want the same for me if the tables were turned. There's no obligation to be here, but I create the, the, the I try, well, what I'm trying to do is create the opportunity for people to come if they want to, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. But, uh, yeah, but there's other things, too. Like, it's, you know, this is my chance to practice improv myself, you know? If I wasn't doing this, Maybe I wouldn't practice as much. And even though I am doing this, maybe I could practice more. I don't know. There's a lot of things. A lot of things to think about. Why are you listening to this? Who are you? Who are you people? Who are you people listening to this? You could have... should have stopped the recording a long time ago. I say to myself. I should have done... Well... Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Um... Here's the thing, folks. If you stayed this long, I'm going to give you a little, a little bit of wisdom here, okay? Remember, if you're ever coasting through life, take a minute to swivel your head and look back at the road you've traveled, you know? The road ahead can seem daunting, but, you know, be proud of how far you've come. And if there's ever a fork in the road, maybe there's a chance to find another opportunity that you didn't expect. Yeah. Those who have heard me before know I like metaphors. And this wasn't even a particularly good one. Pretty cliche, but... 
this has just become me talking to myself. I mean, it's, it's been that for a while, but... I normally don't record it when I talk to myself. But this is, gives me a chance to do that. And then I can listen to it. And then I can say, wow, you're a crazy person. You know, me talking to myself. And uh, that's my chance to turn things around. You know, maybe reevaluate. <laughs> Uh, the things I've been doing. I think that's my, I think, I think, see, like, whenever anything happens, <laughs> you know, you, there's an opportunity, there's always an opportunity in anything that happens for, to, to, to turn it into something useful or fun or interesting. And that's, I didn't used to think that way, but it's something I try to do more. I would I would encourage anyone listening to do the same. Just like if anything happens, just think like, okay, the timeline is split this way, and this has happened. What are the things that that are only possible now that this has happened? How can I use those things to make something good? You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, we're not talking about improv anymore. But it can relate to improv, right? Because when some unexpected thing happens in an improv scene, you can think, oh, no, I wasn't expecting that. You know, wrong. <laughs> well, that's the wrong attitude. Uh, from an improv standpoint, what you should be thinking is, wow, look at all these things I can do now that we couldn't do before this unexpected thing happened. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I rest my case. Uh, well, that's something for you folks at home to think about. But again, this really is now the end of Monday Jam. Okay, now it's the end. <laughs>